It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are seconds away from hearing the daily Locked On podcast you love, but I'd like to tell you about another podcast I think you'll like. Rejecting the Screen, hosted by NBA experts Noah Kozlov and Adam Stanko, features provocative interviews with NBA stars and unique perspectives from around the game. Subscribe to Rejecting the Screen wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Warriors, your daily Golden State Warriors podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Greetings, Hoops Heads. Welcome to another episode of Locked On Warriors, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It is Friday, December 15th. I'm your host, Aliko Carter. A hearty welcome to all my new listeners. You can find my media on Forbes.com, and I've been featured on BleacherReport.com as well. You can follow me on Twitter at Kojitare, K-O-G-I-T-A-R-E, and get in touch with me at AlikoCarter11 at gmail.com. I'm always down to chop it up with fans about hoops. Please be sure to follow Locked On Warriors and Locked On NBA on Facebook I just launched the Locked On Warriors Instagram account, so be sure to check that out and make sure you bookmark LockedOnWarriors.com. Today we've got a game recap. The Warriors coming off of a win over the Dallas Mavericks. That'll be our first segment. In the second segment, I'll take you through the best things I saw on NBA Reddit this week. And in the third segment, I kind of feel like talking about Mark Jackson. So I think I'm going to discuss my theories on what Mark Jackson meant to the Warriors and, uh, you know, because he's a controversial guy, but he did uh, do some good things. So uh, we're going to go down that rabbit hole. Dubs fans are known for being some of the smartest fans in the league, and I'm hopeful that my podcast is helping spread a lot of that interesting information that you can talk about during games and around the uh, dinner table and during the holidays. So uh, let me know if there's any subjects you'd like me to discuss. Feel free to email me at alicocarter11 at gmail.com. Any guests you think I might be interested in having on the show, I look forward to hearing from you. I also want to wish a happy Hanukkah to all of my Jewish listeners. It was Jewish Heritage Night last night at Oracle Arena, and uh, Armory Caspi was able to uh, spend some time with hundreds of Jewish fans in the audience after the game, a big game for him, 17 big points and 11 boards, season highs, uh, and light the menorah and do a prayer circle. So uh, that was a nice thing for the Warriors to, to set up at the arena. Very cool. So the Undermanned Warriors beat the Dallas Mavericks 112-97, to a nice 15-point win, and it was filled with defense. Kevin Durant had another big game, 36 points in 34 minutes to go along with um, 11 rebounds, 7 assists. He had 5 turnovers, a ton of turnovers, some bad turnovers, but also 2 blocks, and shot really well. 15 of 23 from the field and 4 of 8 from 3. He had 15 points in the third quarter. Very decisive third quarter and also a decisive fourth quarter for Klay Thompson, who had 14 points in that quarter. 25 total in the game on 10 of 18 shooting. 
five of five, perfect from three to go along with five rebounds. He had four turnovers. So um, the you know the turnovers uh, from Clay and and Kevin Durant did a lot to help keep the Mavericks in the game, but uh, they ended up turning it around in the second half. Jordan Bell with 24 big minutes stuffed the stat sheet, eight points, a, a career high, eight assists, six rebounds, one offensive, uh, two steals, and no blocks today, but a really, really good game from him for a plus eight, uh, and he deserved every minute that he got. Caspi, I mentioned, had an absolutely fantastic game, 30 Big minutes getting the start along with Jordan Bell, Thompson, Sean Livingston, and Kevin Durant. And uh, 17 points on nine shots. Uh, he made a three-pointer, uh, two offensive rebounds, two assists, and two blocks. So he used his ranginess. He used his length. He was making backdoor cuts. He was making good passes. Um, and he was just everywhere on the court today. Andre had a really interesting line, 29 minutes. He was only one of five from the fields, 0 of three from three, but he did have 10 assists. Uh, so he was a plus 16 on the night, and that was a season high in assists for him. The first time that he's ever recorded 10 assists off the bench, uh, he also had three rebounds. Not a lot of playing time for JaVale lately. A few weeks ago, Steve Kerr mentioned that Jordan Bell was going to be the center coming off the bench along with David West. So that leaves JaVale as uh, the odd man out. He did play a few minutes at the end of this game, made a 17-foot jump shot, which I've seen him do in practice. Um, he can make those shots. He can bring it out to three, but that's just not part of what the Warriors are requiring requiring him to do. But he can make those shots. Um and maybe it's a matchup thing as well um, when the Warriors face somebody like a Hassan Whiteside or, or somebody like that that needs a big body on them. We'll probably be seeing more JaVale, uh, but it's tough to play JaVale big minutes. Um, he doesn't do all of the intangible things that Jordan Bell does, uh, but he does jump through the roof. Jordan Bell does that too, so um, you know it's not like you can find... Uh, go-go gadget arms um, of JaVale McGee the same way with Jordan Bell but um, it just it's 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 a tough position for JaVale to be in even with four injured Warriors the Warriors were still able to play 11 players uh, along with the five starters um, and the people I mentioned Quinn Cook, Kevon Looney and David West all got some minutes um, so that's uh, a running 11 deep when you're uh, when you've got a 15 player roster and four people are injured. It's pretty cool. Um, so kudos to Steve Kerr for keeping everybody involved, um, even JaVale, who got a few minutes tonight and making sure that everyone is going to be well prepared for when they have to step up in the playoffs to the Mavericks credit. J.J. Barea had a really, really good game. Uh, there was a period in the second quarter where he was just making all sorts of shots. Um, later on, he found um, Dwight Powell for multiple um, lob dunks. Very exciting. Um, and he was probably the best player for the Mavericks last night. 14 points on nine shots, two of four from three, six assists, two rebounds. Um, and he was just kind of everywhere. Um the ageless Dirk Nowitzki played 26 minutes. Uh, he was the only starter who was in the plus column for the Dallas Mavericks. 
he was 6 of 13 from the field for 18 points. Our old friend Harrison Barnes played 32 minutes, scoring 16 points on 6 of 18. Not a great game for Harrison Barnes. 1 of 4 from 3 and 7 rebounds, 5 on the offensive end. So that's something. Um, 2 assists and a steal. For a minus 19, he was the worst on the team. The backcourt of Yogi Ferrell and Wesley Matthews was fairly effective. Matthews did not have a great game. One of seven from three. Didn't really do much else on the stat sheet. Uh, But Yogi Ferrell had uh, quite the game. 13 points on five of 11. uh, And uh, did some other things as well. So um, they were no match for Clay and Sean Livingston and our guards off the bench. But uh, they tried. The Warriors shot 60% in this one to the Mavericks 45. You know, when the Warriors shoot 60%, you allow them to shoot 50% from three. There's no way you're going to beat them. Uh, and they just went on a run backed by Kevin Durant in the third quarter and Clay Thompson in the fourth. And, um, you know, you can't stop that kind of firepower sometimes. And it was just not the Mavs day. Is there anything more craveable than the smell of McDonald's fries? If someone's hiding an order of fries, they're never hiding it well. It takes one whiff to trigger a fry craving that will only be satisfied the McDonald's way. So stand up if you would like to taste the smell of a McDonald's fry right now. Did you just stand? Because if you did, then you earned yourself a trip to the McDonald's drive through for your own steamy carton of crispy golden goodness. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Support for this podcast comes from CDW and Adobe. At CDW, we get your organization can be demanding. I know you're in there. I know. The marketing team's outside my office. They want their Adobe update now. With Adobe's value incentive plan, deployed by the experts at CDW, you can quickly and easily manage software subscriptions for the whole team. On Acrobat and Creative Cloud? All included. Cool. Guys, I'm coming out. Don't hurt me. For a satisfied digital workforce, you need Adobe and IT orchestration by CDW. People who get it. Find out more at cdw.com slash adobe. Before we get to the best things I saw on NBA Reddit this week, I want to talk to you about becoming a sponsor of the Locked On Warriors podcast. If your company is looking for men between ages 18 and 44, look no further than the Locked On Warriors podcast. The Locked On Warriors podcast is listened to by 98% men and 80% between the ages of 18 and 44. So if that's your target demographic, get at me. Our rates are reasonable. You can email me at alicocarter11 at gmail.com for more details. All right. So Redditor Perks of These Walls noted that Kalina Azabuki joined JB and Fitz last night for the broadcast on NBC Sports Bay Area. It looks like Kalina might be being groomed to replace uh, JB. I'm all for it. He needs a little bit more polish. Uh, he moves his head a little bit too much when he's on camera, uh, things like that. But his observations are always sharp. He knows basketball. He played for the Warriors. Um, he's got uh, guns for days. Uh, and uh, he'd add a much-needed level of youth to the broadcast. Redditor Mikita45 showed us the new leaked city version of the Warriors uniform It's very unique. Uh, They were leaked from a video game, all the city versions of all the team's uh, jerseys that Nike has created. And the Warriors seem to be, uh, it looks like a a play on the city jersey, but instead of the city at the top, it says the bay. 
and there is a kind of Japanese wind monster um, in the circle above the Golden Gate Bridge. It, it's, it's a little weird. The yellow is a little goldenrod, and the blue is... It's a little bit lighter than the Warriors blue, but uh, the jersey... And, and there there's red stripes as well um, that highlight the red rock tin... Um, logo on the left on the left chest um they're they're pretty interesting i'm not sure i would buy one but i definitely want to hear your opinion so go check those out um the bay the 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 new warrior city uniforms um find them google them or come to reddit makita 45 has a picture of them up but there's a bunch of other teams that have been leaked as well i'm going to take a look at those the Memphis Grizzlies city uniforms are very nice. Um, they are based on the Memphis sanit sanitation strike of 1968. Uh, they are um, kind of monochrome, white and 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 black with very cool font. Um, I think that they're going to go go over very well in Memphis. That comes from redditor Somali underscore peer eight. Redditor I M R B J. Uh, linked us to all the mock-ups the uh to, the guys at 2k leaked 28 of the city jerseys um in what looks to be um a mess up somebody might have been fired there uh but uh, they're available to see um just go to redditor imrbj or better yet go to news.sportslogos.net and you can see all of them the warriors as i said are uh a yellow uh, with blue trim and red trim on the outside. The Cavaliers uniforms uh, are gray for some reason, and they say the land on them, which, you know, is a thing. Some of these uniforms are absolute fire, though. Chicago's um, looks like it was a throwback from the 60s. Uh, the cream and the lake blue on the um, Milwaukee jerseys is absolutely classic, and the Phila uh, kind of pink... Uh, oh, man. Atlanta's is weird. Um, the Clippers are going back to their light blue duds. Boston has gray with a parquet floor um, on the jersey, which looks very cool. Uh, the Kings, um, Nola's going purple. Um, Utah's doing something very weird. The Magic. Oh, just wait till you see these Magic jerseys. These are going to be absolutely incredible. Uh, the Lakers are going back to their Hollywood Knights with black um and uh gold lettering the knicks are doing a um new york city fire department theme pacers look good the nets are going to be interesting it looks like they've got the brooklyn bridge um uh, suspension cables uh on the jersey which is pretty cool but I only mentioned a few, about half of them, so definitely go check them out at news.sportslogos.net um, and uh, tell me your thoughts. Email me at alicocarter11 at gmail.com or, e or uh, tweet me at Kojitare and let me know which ones you like the best. It's unclear when these jerseys are going to be released for purchase, but some of them are themed for uh, Chinese New Year, the Rockets, and it seems like the Warriors are doing a bit of a Lunar New Year or Asian kind of theme as well. So you can expect these to go on sale probably in January or February. Today, every answer matters more than ever before. Because whether it's about health, deliveries, or finance, some things just can't wait. 
That's why IBM is helping businesses manage millions of calls, texts, and chats with Watson Assistant. It's conversational AI designed to help your customers find the answers they need faster, no matter the industry. Let's put smart to work. Visit ibm.com slash Watson Assistant to learn more. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect, there are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, America, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Now I want to talk about Mark Jackson. Uh, There is a lot of mixed feelings in Dub Nation about him and his time in the... um, organization. A lot of people are salty. I'm a little salty. I mean, he definitely didn't handle himself with grace or professionalism for a lot of that time uh, in terms of dealing with the media, dealing with uh, the Warriors brass, and uh, bringing his um, uh, very strong faith into the locker room and into the organization. Not everybody appreciated it. But uh, when he was hired, the Warriors were very bad Uh, And he brought a defensive intensity to the team that had never really been seen before. I mean, you're talking about years of Don Nelson and Mike Montgomery and guys who just weren't coaching the defensive end very well. Um, So he made that a priority. Uh, He he spoke it into existence and it became um, real. It became tangible. The Warriors became a good defensive team. They were a better defensive team than they were an offensive team under his tutelage because a lot of the sets that they were running offensively were stunted. They were, you know, simple picks and roll um, or ISO plays, um, very basic uh, screens and and, uh, cuts and nothing particularly um, complicated. I also credit Mark Jackson for allowing Steph Curry to reach his full potential. Uh, He was absolutely a player's coach in that regard he put the ball he put the ball in curry's hands and said go uh the previous coach keith smart definitely did not do that um he would bench uh stephen curry sometimes in the fourth quarter or bench him after he made um um bad turnovers and stuff like that and i think it hurt his development a little bit in his first two years to have that uh experience when he was clearly just so skilled and so um mark jackson built him up Um, and continued to build him up. They bonded over their shared faith. Jackson saw something in Curry. Um, I think we all did at some point, but Jackson was the right coach to really help him reach his full potential initially. Uh, He was the right man at the right time, and I think that that's what people who are really detractors of him don't understand is that he would have never led the Warriors to the promised land. That was definitely something that Steve Kerr was much more suited for. But he took the team from bad to good and from good to great. And uh, it was just another coach's job to take them from great to being a champion. One thing I will say is that I can't stand Mark Jackson on ESPN broadcasts. I'm actually hoping that his experience with the Warriors and his three years since have humbled him a little bit and he can get back into the coaching game. He's not too blacklisted out there because he was worthy of that coaching job and uh, he does a good job with players. 
One thing I've heard him get knocked for is um, continuing to start David Lee when we had found money in Draymond Green. But the reality is that it was David Lee's injury when Steve Kerr first came to the team that influenced Kerr to start Draymond over David Lee, giving the Warriors the identity that they have today. Um, and so it really wasn't a coaching decision as much as it was an injury uh, decision that ended up paying huge dividends. Um, if you've got a guy like David Lee and you're paying him $15 million a year, you got to play him. Um, you just you just kind of have to. The NBA is going uh, in the direction where guys who are making a lot of money don't necessarily have to get all the PT, um, that coaches are making decisions based on the best uh situation for their teams but Mark Jackson thought that playing David Lee lots of minutes was the best situation for his team and the defense wasn't even um horrible when Lee was out there Lee made the all-star team in 2012-2013 under Mark Jackson he averaged a double double nearly 20 and 10 20 and 11 something like that and uh, Curry made the all-star team the next year 2013-2014 and he hasn't missed one since so give Mark Jackson give him credit uh, because he is um, definitely a guy who can build up players. So I'm definitely hoping he gets another chance in the NBA with a with a team that has potential. Perhaps the Toronto Raptors, if they ever fire Dwayne Casey, maybe after this season that might be the case if they lose in the first or second round again. But anything is better than having him on my TV with uh, Jeff Van Gundy. They kind of... Uh, um, you know, brush each other's shoulders off a ton, and it gets a little uh, cumbersome. So that's my pod for the day. Be sure to check in on Monday where I'll be previewing a game against the Lakers down in Los Angeles. I will be taking us on a fast-forward through the Warriors' schedule, and I'll be reca uh, recapping a conversation that I will be having with Clay Thompson on Sunday about his family's foundation, about his new kicks, and about his basketball play. By all means... Bookmark LockedOnWarriors.com. Make sure you visit Locked On Warriors and Locked On NBA on Facebook. You can tweet me at Koji Tare. And uh, as usual, stay thoughtful, Hoops Heads. San Jose Sharks hockey is back, and we've got you covered five days a week at Locked On Sharks. I'm Kyle Demetrius. I'm J.D. Young. I'm Eric Fowl. Together, we make sure you're never without your Sharks programming. Will the Sharks make a trade for a right winger? We got you covered. Will Eric Carlson's groin hold up for the entire season? We've got you covered. Whatever happens with Team Teal every day, we've got you covered at Locked On Sharks five days a week on the Locked On Podcast Network. This is Josh Lloyd, the host of the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast, the number one fantasy basketball podcast in the world. If you're looking for information regarding fantasy basketball, recaps of the NBA, this is the show for you. We are heading into the offseason and starting to get ready for the 2020-2021 fantasy season. We'll have all the information on what happens through the rest of the playoffs, free agency, the NBA draft, and then heading into a big 2021 season. So make sure you're checking out the Locked On Fantasy Basketball Podcast.